0: Entertainment. Dr. I e. love the way you say film. Hello, you're very welcome to the film show. I'm Mike Sheridan. This is this is Brian Lloyd. This is Brian M. Lloyd. <laughs>
1: hey, What's wait, oh, 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 back up there. Why? What? Why M? Why, why is you is put that in?
0: Is it your Twitter handle? Not right, but just it's specific because I know there's other Brian Lloyds out there that you have issues with. I saw your tweets there the other day. You're going to town on some poor chap,
1: he's like, Okay,
0: right. What's your <laughs> issue with this chap? What's your issue with Brian L. Lloyd? Okay, no, it's not Brian. Oh, okay, follow right, him. follow him on Twitter at Brian Lloyd.
1: It's not tweets are okay. deadly Hang on a sec. First off, the problem that I had with this guy was was the fact that he basically hasn't tweeted in ten years. Second of all, he's got my name. The Twitter even been around ten years. Bruh, who knows? But he's been had it for ten years, right? Second of all, the guy's tweeted once. Once in ten years. Once in ten years. It's ridiculous. Okay? I just You've tweeted way
0: more than once in ten years. Uh, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I can't stop myself, literally. You I tweet quit.
0: like six times since this show started. I know. Yeah, like
1: I, I quit smoking and this was <laughs> this was my release. Like, you know what I mean? But um the guy like literally used it once and like you know he's just like hogging it like I'm like I have to put my middle name, M, into the middle of it just so, so, so he, he doesn't have an L in the middle of his, he's just Brian Lloyd. Yeah, with two L's, which is how I spell my name.
0: Oh really? I didn't know that. What do you pay attention to? It? No, well, I actually don't need to pay attention. Screw you, Brian.
1: Why would you you're not think- the boss of me. I know you're not. I'm just saying like, like, why would you not think I spell my name with two L's? Like?
0: I don't know. Didn't care enough to check, to be honest.
1: Well, like, to be fair, like, I mean, the amount of times people mangle my surname is just...
0: Lloyd! I always just think of Ari Gold. There you go. Um, we have a competition this week. Um, Entertainment.e have partnered with Universal Pictures to win tickets to a special screening of Night Skill with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish on Wednesday, September 26th at the Odeon Point Square, and a hit Cinema's Den on September 28th. And we were talking off air earlier on about Kevin Hart and yeah. just the explosion of Kevin Hart's, and you made an interesting comparison and um, because I was saying, very few comedians have made that transition to Movie star, yes. it just doesn't happen a huge amount. Uh, yeah. Like Amy Schumer tried, happened with Trainwreck, hasn't quite happened after that. Yeah. Dane Cook tried and really mm. failed. Yeah, um, but you see it happening all the time. And no, like Kevin Hart's a genuine blockbuster star. But you yeah. made an interesting comparison from somebody from the '80s,
1: Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. I mean, I think that's really kind of the the comparison they would make because, like, you look at like you know raw and delirious, and you look at like even his work on SNL, and then how he transitioned from that into, like, trading places and even stuff like, you know, Personal Best or whatever it was called Um, and just how or 48 hours even yeah. the one with Nick Nolte like brilliant film like and then you look at like what Kevin Hart's done and like you know you look at like you know Ride long, which he did he was like in so him.
0: many movies as well it was kind of like I think when Eddie Murphy did the SNL mm. uh, it was in that real weird transitional period that SNL had um, and after Lauren Michaels after left. Lauren Michaels left before and like he, there was a gap where Lauren Michaels wasn't uh, wasn't running SNL and Kevin Hart actually tried out for SNL mm. and so did Jim Carrey he's one of those famous cases and you can see his I think you can see his audition mm. uh, somewhere on YouTube, or they had it in the fortieth anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think about the, like the amazing people that didn't get in. Jim Carrey didn't get in either, yeah. and it's it, it makes sense. It, it was probably he was probably better off. Yeah. Not getting in because look at, look at where his career is now,
1: exactly. Yeah, like I mean, I think it's one of those things that, like, yeah, you kind of think, Oh, well, what would he have been like in SNL? If anything, I think it would have kind of tamped him down a bit because, like, you look at any of the stuff he's and I'm even talking something like in the 40 year old virgin where he's literally got one scene in it and you talk about that scene and everyone knows immediately what it is. Like, you're always like, This your boy, and all this kind of stuff. Um. And he just, yeah, he's so good. Like, he just has such, like, this kind of effervescent... Energy, like, and like we were That's, talking about when he was doing the three arena Yeah,
0: but it's it's he sold out football stadiums. Yeah, like that. You need to have that. Like, I don't anybody really done that as a comedian. Like Andrew Dice Clay did it. Um, never transitioned to movies, obviously. But no. Steve Martin is probably the another comparison as well. Yeah. Uh, it, you and know. Another an example. because Eddie Murphy never played stadiums. He sold out wherever. But Steve Martin sold out stadiums. Yeah. But he was the same kind of bigger life. Yeah. You know, you need to be big to kind of fill a stadium at last. Yeah. It's
1: And like, yeah, I mean, I just think that like the fact that also as well, that he's keeping up the stand-up as well, that he's still managing to... Balance the two, like he's doing, like movies like you know Night School, and he's gonna do a stand up tour while he's at it, like you know that kind mean? of because like Eddie Murphy, like he did Raw and Delirious, and then he kind of did a few bits here and there, and he did like the comedy album, but he never kept up with the. Man, he made like an album, and made like a musical album yeah, made, as well. Yeah, oh god, yeah, I remember that he did it with um, Rick James. Rick James, yeah, Party All Night oh, Party <laughs> All the Time. That's a great song. It is. That is, that is a banger of a tune. Um, so yeah, maybe Kevin Hart me- needs to do. Like I don't know An album with I don't you know He could probably Do whatever Probably
0: you could you probably, I mean does not he have a shoe At Nike yeah. i was saying that When he did a He, was, he did Tree Arena there Recently And sold oh, it yeah. out But when he did it Like last year I think or the year Before last He did two shows In one day so he did but a mad comedian would do a He did a matinee show? matinee show in Tree arena sold yeah. it out and then came back that evening and did an evening show. So like I think a lot of the best comedians, Bill Burr, you know these guys that are knocking around now, um, like such as Kevin Hart, mm. um, have an incredible work ethic and it's something that Joe Rogan always talks about as well in his podcast. Like he uses Kevin Hart as the bar. Yeah, is it to say Kevin Hart is as big as it gets? Yeah, um, and he's been super smart about the roles that he's that he's chosen as yes. well. he's always he's always like somebody like the Rock in Jumanji. Jumanji should not have worked. No, should not have worked as a movie with them two in It does have a billion dollars at the box office. Same for Central Intelligence. Mm. Uh, just that pairing of you know having like and you were saying like you you mentioned Eddie Murphy, Forty Eight Hours. You know even even Judge Reinhold of Beverly Hills Cop. Come you need on, that, you like, need that
1: foil, yeah, don't you? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that comedic foil, and I think. Uh, like yeah anytime you see Kevin Hart paired up with somebody like in School for example he's paired up with Tiffany Haddish who's this real up and coming star she's gonna be huge like, Trip absolutely blew up yeah yeah exactly I remember Dee actually um, she was mad about Girlstrip yeah wasn't she? she went nuts for it yeah so like uh, uh, this is just another example of it. like he's pairing up with somebody and like that's going to you know, yeah. Drive it forward. It's like. very.
0: It's actually. Just, if you have a chance, look up uh, listener slash viewer. Look up uh, Tiffany Haddish, Leonardo DiCaprio. Whereas at the MTV Movie Awards, yeah. which talks about trying to get stuck into Leonardo DiCaprio, it's very funny. It's always, she's brilliant. She's like so you good. can. It just bleeds off the page. Yeah. When you're Reading, it's so funny. I would have loved to see that. And you can
1: hear like that. She's one like Tiffany Haddish is one of those people I think that like whenever you read rev- interviews with her, you can just hear her voice. Yeah. Like it just comes through in the text. Like, but um, yeah, no, yeah, it should be cool. Eh? So
0: uh, night skills have. September 28th and we've got lots of tickets to give away so if you want to win the tickets log on to entertainment.ie hit up the competition section or uh, log on to entertainment.ie's Instagram and you can win the tickets there too we'll flag it again uh, before the show ends Brian uh, I was looking forward to this one because I'm a big fan of Peter as a director yeah. uh, I think he's made some really decent movies with Mark Wahlberg before Friday Night Lights in my opinion is one of the best sports movies ever made oh, great. also he's Michael Mann was kind of a mentor mm. of his and he's got a very distinctive Michael Mann obviously has that distinctive style of when he does do handheld how he does handheld camera um, and I remember being in school and just eating in film school and just eating that up about yeah. how much a man moved the camera with Dante Spinotti and, and Peter Berg's very similar so I was excited to see Boyle <laughs> 22 and you were you you were it's, it's not just bad it's, it's
1: it's the worst film I've seen this year
0: uh, why what's the because right. okay so they wanted to make this one because he'd made himself and Mark Wahlberg and made Patriots, Patriots Day and Deepwater Horizon and he wanted them um, to and do and Lone Survivor for, and Lone Survivor so they were three real life stories Lance Forever obviously did really well but they wanted to make something a bit uh, a bit more fun that they could have a bit of crack yeah, a bit Ronda more LZ. blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah a bit more blockbustery, a bit more kind of you know unhinged from reality and stuff like that um, yeah this is the worst film I've seen this year <laughs> it's that bad hands down hands down this is the worst film like, I've then seen a this year bad worse actually in fairness yeah worse um, so the problem that Mile 22 has is, is the fact that Peter Berg I have never seen a more worse staged action sequences than I have seen in this and really? yeah it's really that bad even and in I'll, Hancock he did a really nice job of the action no like this is worse this is not even worse It's, it's just terrible and um, what like okay, what about what, why? is what about? that? Exactly, okay. yeah. When you think back to somebody like Paul Greengrass, who did like, you know, Born Supremacy and did Green Zone, his whole thing was was and it was unheard of at the time, the idea of like the floating frame that, you know, the camera's moving everywhere and it's moving with the action. You got a
0: steady cam and you jar the shit out Exactly, of it,
1: basically. yeah, basically that was it. And the whole idea was was that it was to kind of give it a sense of velocity and also give it a sense urgency. of chaos and urgency mm-hmm. yeah. and chaos and just, you know, oh it's crazy, how is it gonna go down? Yeah. Since Paul Greengrass did that, then you have stuff like Taken 3, where you have Liam Neeson, for example, who is. We talked about this before, who is and this is not anything against Liam Neeson but he is getting on in his years and say that to his face Brian oh he'd kill me he would literally put my head through the wall but what I mean is the fact that like you know that kind of jarring quick cuts and moving the camera all over the place very often that's done to hide the fact that the actor is not there that yeah, it's a stunt yeah. double do you know that it's sort like of way like
0: Keanu Reeves actually rolling around doing judo
1: exactly whatever. yeah you look at John Wick you look at the best stuff you look like, like you look at The Matrix you look at John Wick even look at something like Die Hard for yeah. example you can see them in the the
0: raid which you know which Iko
1: Uwe was in yeah. and that's what I'm getting to in this right you have Mark Wahlberg you have Ronda Rousey you have Ico Uwe's three actors who are more than capable of doing real good hard action stunts which should be like the core the central part of this film and the way that Peter Berg directs it is it's like literally he just got the camera and just shook it repeatedly and then cut cut it together a lot of different times to make it look like a kind of strung together, but it didn't really in yeah. action. Like um, th- the worst the worst example of it is: there's a scene in it where they're in like they're, the whole story is they're trying to get Eco Uwe's out of the city, and they have to get him 22 miles, and it's all gone crazy, and there's people after.
0: It's a cool trailer. It's a cool trail.
1: It's a good trailer. It's a very cut together trailer, but that kind of quick cuts is literally the entire film and it just is just so discombobulating. discombobulating, disorientating, and this sequence that happens in this like apartment block or whatever. I was watching it and I was like, I have no idea what's going on. And, and like sometimes directors will do that; they'll purposely stage a scene to make it look like it's chaotic and you don't know where. Well, to you
0: re- talked about uh, something a few weeks ago there with Chris McQuarrie. Yeah. And um, when, when we, when we, I was talking. Wait Yeah, when we talked about the Mission Impossible movie and how good he is at staging grandiose action. Yeah. And then you pointed something out which I thought was super. Smart. I'm when I watched it again. <laughs> It really made sense to me that the final sequence in Way of the Gun, which is obviously a cult movie, not everybody has seen it. But you were like, Okay, so he's placed the money here, the bag men are here, the our two hero heroes or heroes yeah. need to get to there to get the money to get so he shows you exactly, exactly where everything is. It's like the autonomy of an action scene.
1: Exactly. That's it. The fact that it's broken down that you can see right. He's here, he's here. That's it done well. Geography. That's the best example of it. That's the way of the gun, the final sequence, that's the best example of it. This is the worst example of it. I had no idea what was going on. I couldn't follow any of it. And, like, it's just them, like, popping... The way that they keep shooting the guns and stuff like that, it doesn't have any... Impact. Do you know that kind of and way? That's unusual
0: given, you know, the Michael Mann connection with Peter yeah. Berg and, you know, Heat and Miami Voice and even Public Enemies and to a certain Michael degree, Mann yeah. is totally authentic in how he mm. does the shootouts. Mm. Like, what's, what's Peter Berg at, Brian? What's I don't what's know. The like, it's, what's just, the it's You're crazy. better than that, Pete.
1: I know, yeah. Like, the whole time I was watching I was like, this is just a, such a disappointment. It's so bad. And, like, I, lo- I really enjoyed Lone Survivor. I really thought it was a really well-made yeah. action film, had elements of Ridley Scott and Black Hawk Down. Bits of you know Michael Mann thrown in there, just a really solid, solid war movie. To it's go like on a blue collar action, which yeah, they've all been to some
0: degree, with yeah, Mark
1: Wahlberg, exactly. And to go from that to this is just like going from night to day. Like it's so different. Like um, Mark Wahlberg is terrible in it. Is just he has all these like big, long, stupid dialogues or monologues I should say where he's talking about you know the world you know we're in the new wars now we can't do things like the way we used to, and he keeps snapping this What's band
0: the, I get the impression with Mark Wahlberg and I've interviewed him a few times and he's always been grand. I've interviewed him a few yeah, times yeah. as well but I get the impression with him that it's very much a job like acting is like he's a businessman. He's you
1: yeah.
0: know I'm not. There's obviously nothing wrong with that, but he's got like car dealership Oh yeah, of course. Burger yeah. joints, franchise He's obviously yeah. very rich, doing very well for himself. He's an investor in the UFC as well. Which mm. may bring in a Ronda Rousey connection there. I get the impression that he does just does films that, and like like in the sense that if you throw enough stuff at the wall, certain Something things will fit. Yeah, and uh, which is a shame because he's a really talented guy. Yeah. He's very charismatic.
1: You only need to look at Buggy Nights to know that he is an incredible actor. Like yeah, it's just he doesn't give a shit anymore. I think I, yeah. I just don't think he cares anymore and this is a pure example of somebody who was like this is a four quadrant movie this is you know market research has told us that if you get eco-ways and Ronda Rousey and Mark Wahlberg in a movie together and you set it in a foreign city it'll do it'll do gangbusters yeah. at the box
0: almost office. Ronan-esque yeah,
1: yeah that's exactly that's exactly yeah. it that's what they were going for and what they ended up with was just hammered <laughs> shit I am <laughs> could, I am not codding you if I this who stuck, film really annoyed you oh no it's it, like if I pooped on my hands and clapped I would have come up with something better oh, like Lord. it is terrible that's it is just graphic. absolutely I walked out of it and I was like, that's hands down. And like, if D was here, she'd back me up. She hated it. Though.
0: Yeah, D wasn't if D said last week she wasn't a fan at all either. No, it's awful. Um, there's a couple of other things out this week that we haven't seen. What else is out this week? There's a couple of other.
1: Thanks for putting me on the spot there, Pat. You're a film editor. No,
0: yeah, you think I'm going You're going to Google it in the middle I of the am show. I'm going to Google Brian.
1: this in the middle of the show. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to Google this in the middle of the show because. Do you
0: know what, actually, um, in the meantime, while you're
1: looking at your phone there. <laughs> Thanks.
0: You Cheers. absolute tick. Um, I watched Only The Brave over yes. the weekend
1: that was my uh, pick for uh, the top five action movies on oh
0: Netflix.
1: it's so Good.
0: it is absolutely it's heartbreaking yeah. first of all but he's talking about, about that kind of blue collar action Um, Josh Brolin like he, he the, kills it He's incredible. Yeah. He's such a good actor. And, and with Joseph Kaczynski, you, you said before, you talked before about how Joseph Kaczynski, oh, he's such a good choice for um, Top, Gun. Top Gun, too. And I had the Top Gun Maverick, and I hadn't seen Only the Brave at that point. And I was going off the back of Oblivion and Tron. I was going, well, is he? My go, yeah. Watched it, and I was blown away by how well it was done. Yeah. But not, by, not just by how visceral and how uh, impactful his shots were, the action were, the sequences were. It's based on a true story, a heartbreaking true story. But it, his fleshing out of of all the characters, Miles Teller—it's one of the best performances Miles Teller's yeah. ever given. Yeah, since you know, Whiplash. I mean, since, absolutely, since Whiplash, yeah. he's. He did an incredible job, but there's a couple of real like it's on Netflix. First of all, yeah. So if you have Netflix and you've seen it pop up in there, uh, you know when you go to the like latest editions, mm. watch it. It's, it's heartbreaking, so but it is absolutely brilliant, cracking film. I can't recommend it enough. And you, I actually watched it on your recommendation from You saying before, but guy gave it a crap
1: review for the site. Yeah, cra- yeah. I could I see why. Gal- I could see why some people would not like it. Why? Am, ah, it's just it, it, It's very flag wavy, you know, America. It's not
0: real. It I mean, that's bit. one of the things. One of the you know a review movie that fell under the radar a little bit Um, but its I, I thought it was just a blue collar movie and yeah. you know what, the, what the, those guys did for a living uh, it was very dangerous the and kind of messed up yeah well, I mean what they did was they put out forest forest and you think oh you just fly past in a plane and I know no, there's a whole thing around having to dig ditches around dig trenches as, yeah. as, as the forest because like, it's been in the news uh, over the summer with mm. California and uh, California and the forest, in the, the forest forest in California they're horrific Oh no, yeah and you really get a sense of that horror Horror, yeah, terror.
1: and like, and like, you know, I, the, when you talk about you know fire, fire, fire movies, everyone talks backdraft or ladder forty nine. All I
0: can remember about backdraft is that sequence, that montage in the middle of it.
1: Yeah. It was oh, like, so Bruce, cool. Bruce
0: Hornby, is it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's like... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, and it's that's... like,
0: big brother, Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah. Little man. brother,
1: Billy Baldwin. Oh, come Billy Baldwin. He was great in it. Like, yeah, but like Robert De Niro, the fact that Robert De Niro was in the middle of that and like Robert De Niro was like acting in a completely other different film.
0: Yeah, it was around the time of Goodfellas, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. He
1: was just like... <laughs> Robert De Niro was like in this really dark, psychological thriller... And Kurt Russell and Billy Bald were in like you know Almost a Michael Bay movie But like it was Ron Howard Like so it's just <laughs> it's
0: great Ron Howard mixing her up yeah. On entertainment.e um, there Brian To see what's out next week I did, I Or this it. week sorry
1: This week um, The Little Stranger Lenny Abramson's yep. new film um, yeah, the review for that is on site. Dee loved it. Yeah, D absolutely loved it. Donald Gleason,
0: she... Root Wilson, and Dee has interviews with, with uh, Donald Gleason, Lenny Abramson, and Ruth Wilson
1: separately as yes. a podcast. Right? Yep, yeah, she has that up there as well. The Underline. Uh, Underline. Um, you have a simple favor, which I am going to see tonight. Yeah. Well, sorry, if you
0: were because um, we're going to do movie news next. So if any massively breaking news has happened by the time you listen to this podcast, we do apologise. We we have to work around schedules, and by schedules I mean Brian you have to work around Brian so you were going to be going over to London uh, no you're going over no, to no you were going to be oh, going sorry, over yeah. to London yeah. on Wednesday so we were trying to schedule around when we could shoot the show and get the show out uh, and record the record, obviously the audio for the show too mm-hmm. and uh, you were going to go over and talk to Tom Hardy but now I'm going over to talk to Tom Hardy
1: yeah it was literally a case of like oh I'm not arse going will you go and you're like yeah, okay I'll go to talk to Tom I'm not arse going <laughs> did, you, did you hear that did you hear
0: that privilege could you hear that privilege seeping from Brian Lloyd do you know Em um, uh, Charlotte Re- Charlotte Reid does know th- who uh, Tom Hardy is do you know who he was <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she told me to say that just to get your reaction seriously no she did she did okay good yeah. right because I was like yeah. Like, t- like Charlotte Reed has said stuff before where it's like, nah, no, come like on, the le-
0: like the lemons, the lemons. No, not the lemons thing. The lemons thing was, lemons
1: thing was different. Well, should we tell? Well, okay. Well, just quick, quickly, brief people on what the lemons thing was. So, Charlotte Reed, our producer who puts this show together, she is a pro. She is. To be
0: fair, I feel bad for Charlotte because I have to turn around every once in a while and I see myself on screen and Charlotte editing it, and I'm always, oh god. Yeah, you have to you have to look and listen to it. I know
1: it's got lately every Oh, week. I, 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 I swear <laughs> to God, I. You look broken Charlotte yeah. I do like I, I really feel oh. for the woman I really do but she's an absolute trooper she just like bangs this show together she's incredible so good at her job um, so one day anyway we were sitting in the office and Dee was talking about you've f- already told the story but I it. have but just for people who don't know the story I'm going to tell it again so basically fast
0: forward 30 seconds
1: um, so Dee was basically talking about how she thought uh, when life gives you lemons was a good thing because she's like oh great I've got some lemons now I'm going to make lemon juice and then Charlotte <laughs> there made even or make lemonade, yeah. And Charlotte and Charlotte Reed was like, yeah, I thought the same as well. And she was like, oh, I love lemons. And we we're like, oh, you mean like in a drink? She was like, no, I love to eat lemons. And we we're like, back up. What are you saying? Not just with tequila, Charlotte. No, no, no. no. She literally, literally like she just l- munches lemon. down on yeah. lemons like they're oranges. And we're like, I don't, I don't believe you. So we did an experiment, the lemon experiment. Now, entertainment.e office lore. Uh, went out, bought like three lemons, cut them up. You specifically
0: went out and bought the lemons? Yes.
1: Went out and bought the lemons. Do
0: you don't have too much time on your hands. No, how on. do you be doing during the day? Doesn't matter. Do you don't have like eighteen jobs and eighteen different slots you do on different? Yeah. Stations all right. Or? Yeah.
1: Okay, grand Yeah, but, but I needed to You're see. You're like
0: a it. whore. You're like a media whore. you've Okay. To go and buy lemons for Charlotte to eat.
1: Yeah, but like I needed to see if this was real or not. Okay. So she basically cut the lemons. We cut the lemons up and it's hand-
0: so unbelievable. Yeah. I Charlotte couldn't... eat a lemon. It's so unbelievable. It
1: was. It really. You should have seen it. She was just like munching away like like a bitter lemon. Like she used me... her
0: opposable thumbs to hold the lemon and peel the lemon and eat right. the lemon. Was your mind blown, by It was. My mind was blown. Mind blown emoji.
1: Yeah, it really was. Just. Yeah, couldn't believe it. Charlotte Reed, she's a freaking ager. That's
0: what she is. You're an absolute tick is what you are. All right, give me some movie news. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't, it's her wasn't in that. Her wasn't, her in, wasn't in that.
1: Dee cares about this thing Like I You know <laughs> Dee cares In general The cheek yeah. The general. cheek in Passionate general. about her job She is I'm, I'm too long at the tooth What are you talking about You're the exact same as well I don't know what you're talking about I love film critics Anyways um, My first bit of news is Zombieland 2 is due to begin filming Do you really need to read that? Could you not just be like Zombie
0: Land 2 is beginning like do you need to do you want to do do you want to do the, the do like, do a new like, section like it's copy do you want to do the like new section Zombie Land 2. I know I know Zombieland 2 is starting filming That's do you want to do, do need, a new section you space? needed to read that
1: <laughs> just saying I'm just saying right. I'm just saying I was scrolling down through okay. my notes so your notes Ruben Fleischer <laughs> who directed Venom who you're going over to talk to Tom Hardy about and Riz Ahmed and Riz Ahmed um, he has said that he is due to begin filming on Zombieland 2 in January 2019 he has the original writers Ref and Paul Wernick who are now known more for Deadpool and Deadpool 2 and then life <coughs> oh oh, oh. oh. Um, so yeah he's got them back in for a uh, for a Zombieland 2 he's got Woody Harrelson he's got Jesse Eisenberg he's got Emma Stone all roped in for it Hayley Steinfeld Hayley Steinfeld as well yeah so it's just was it Hayley Steinfeld no, it was Abigail Breslin. Oh, sorry, I always make those. Make yeah, those Abigail here. Breslin. Um, so yeah, he's got the original cast back together. Hasn't given a huge amount of details on plot. He's basically just said it's set 10 years it's in It's been future. a
0: long time coming. Like, 10 years. Yeah, it, which, and I love the fourth one. I love it. The fourth one is so much fun. So funny. Fun. So funny. It's just an, like, it's tonally
1: perfect. Yeah. It's just a blast. Yeah, And like, it's funny as well, because like, you know, so many movies nowadays are so kind of like self-aware. Like the Predator, for example. I, th- I feel like the Predator was very self aware. Oh, self-aware. We, need to, we need to talk. Sorry. We'll get into that in a second. But yeah, that kind of self aware, self effacing humor is very commonplace. But back 10 years ago, something like Zombieland, that was so different. Like, and you would never the see
0: To blend anything. that blend in the genres yeah. really well. Yeah, yeah. And
1: did it exactly. Yeah. Blended it really well. And you could see that there was love for both. There was love for comedy. There was love for a zombie horror. The Bill Murray cameo. I mean, that's. But the casting
0: cast was absolutely
1: perfect. Pitch well. perfect. Yeah. Pitch perfect.
0: That, that mixing of. Uh, Eisenberg with Harrelson, but Woody Harrelson is so inherently watchable. Yeah. He's just fun and he's, he's phenomenal and in- he's just having fun in this. Yeah. This is one of those I want to hang around with Woody Harrelson films. Exactly. Wherever you're like, Woody, really forgot You interviewed him and he wasn't wearing shoes. Yeah, he was so funny he take them off Specifically for you
1: I know, we talked about Shoes for a little bit We talked about bare feet Because I was like I, 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 it's No, it's 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 weird Because I was Yeah, it is weird It is weird But I was like You know, you want to be careful You don't Do get out
0: like Do you like feet as well, Woody? No, I
1: like I, what yeah. I said was Asshole <laughs> I said was, was That you want to be careful Of athletes so Because I too Love to go barefoot Whenever I can Like it's It's a real thing <laughs> No it's It's good to be barefoot Like it's good Like you climb You go running or climbing Like when you're in bare feet like Where was
0: the last time You went running or climbing When you were in bare feet Um A couple of years ago Really what did you climb Um I was when Your hill bunk? beds No when hill I <laughs> went oh, hill walking. Do hill walking in your bare feet? Yeah. I don't believe that for a second. Tell me, I think you're full of shit, Brian.
1: I'm genuinely serious. Like, I like when hill walking in my bare feet. So anyway, you, house Harrelson, talks about talking about being this barefoot little, this
0: little piggy went to market
1: but it's no it's like it's <laughs> <laughs> anyways um, so yeah that's that's the story with zombie, Zombieland yeah. 2 the whole crew are coming back for I'm really looking forward to that and like that. You're,
0: coming, you're getting Emma Stone off the back of an Oscar win yeah uh, like, so, that's
1: crazy Yeah, the, the fact that she's willing to go back
0: yeah the script must be good yeah but, I mean it's still of the hottest writers in town Venom's uh, projected to do very well at the box office yeah. too so Flush has obviously got a bit of heat now mm. so 30 seconds or less didn't do well uh, and then um, Gangster Gangster Squad Gangster, Gangster a Squad Gangster Squad uh, Even though I had The awesome Josh Brolin Mm. uh, And Sean Penn And Sean Penn And Ryan Gosling Which is a really nice mix Of of talents, Emma Stone was in it as well Yeah Um, So this is her third time Working with him anyway Mm. Okay what else you got
1: The other news I have If I can just open My uh, notes here That you would think I would have ready to go But I didn't D isn't here to hold a hand. D isn't week. here to hold my here hand. Here it's so obvious. Your it's face so and clear that I don't know what I'm doing without D. I'm just, you know, she's just carrying the site. Um, <laughs> no, uh, we're obviously talking about whacking uh, Phoenix. Uh, obviously, Todd Phillips. Obviously, put up the first image. Yeah, of, you were giving out on Twitter again. About when this. am I not giving out on Twitter? It's very
0: now? true. When am I not it's giving very out true. On You need a hug. I do need
1: a hug. <laughs> um, I have a major bone to pick with this entire. Thing.
0: You've given about this before.
1: I have. I wrote a big piece about you it. You can piece. read
0: it all on site. Yeah. Give yourself an old plug there. Um, self-plug. Self-plug. <laughs> this is... Uh, we're, we're like a really bad version of this morning. Philip and... Philip and... Holly, Holly Willoughby. Holly Willoughby. Um, I, I haven't got a problem with this at all. I don't Why know your issue okay. is. Okay. Because... I, well, I'm not like a comic book nerd. No, okay. Right. I'm, like Nothing is sacrilegious to me. No. You know?
1: okay. Right. The problem that I have with the Joker origins thing is, is that the very... The very, I guess, DNA, if you like, of the character of the Joker is the fact that you don't know where he comes from. He is this entity that just kind of appeared out of nowhere. That's the whole thing. Like you look at the Dark Knight, for example, he literally just turns up at the start.
0: Yeah, but the character exists as well before the Dark Knight in other guises, in Tim Burton's movies. And comic yeah, of course. Books and yeah, TV but shows. again, my
1: point is is that like
0: you're annoyed, he has a name.
1: Yeah, Arthur. I'm annoyed that he has a name. I'm annoyed at the fact that we're going to... He s- looks like an Arthur. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's just... You're not supposed to know where he comes from. You're just supposed to know what he does. It'd be like, say, we're going to do an Origins movie about Jaws. We're going to do an Origins movie about the small little shark who became the serial killer that tried to kill...
0: Well, not it's really. This, it is, I mean, it is, I mean, it is. I mean, it is. Uh, like it it, is. Because then, I'll
1: tell you why you're right. I'll tell you exactly why. There's
0: weight in the... There's weight in... Uh, like a backstory with somebody like the Joker there's no weight in watching a shark grow there's, there's weight no, in how he became this maniacal psychopath
1: I disagree I disagree like because it's not important this is the whole point it's never important you're with, not important it's never important Where's where the, he came from it's important what he does that's the whole thing about the Joker it's not where he came from it's what he's gonna do and yeah, showing, why is he gonna do it because he's crazy. Because he's just crazy. You but don't need to know... what's going to tell you
0: why he's crazy. But you don't need to know that. But you didn't know. need to know where Batman really came
1: from. Yeah, yeah, you did. Because where Batman came from ultimately defined who he was. His parents were shot. That had a massive effect on but him. But didn't they, Tim they
0: Horton out. have the Joker shoot his parents? No.
1: But, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, they did it wrong. Well, Jack yeah. Nicholson. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. But parent. that's what
0: I mean. So that film mixed things up and did something slightly differently and still held in high regard.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't the central it wasn't the central thesis of the film It was well just I mean it
0: was because ba- Batman became Batman because somebody shot his man as that and, and that, that person was, saying, was the Joker, Joker. Yeah. yeah but
1: like I mean it's still the Joker was not the central character I think right? you're just
0: a purist are you when it comes to certain things
1: <sighs> to a certain degree but I mean I and I'm not just saying this I don't think I'm alone in my thinking I know
0: it's, I have seen other people I, I think yeah. it's
1: pretty cross the board everyone's sort of like
0: I, like I like the images because Obviously you don't have much to go on here. Yeah. I like Todd Phillips as a director. I think yeah. there's always been a bit of darkness, even in his most comedic works. Yeah. Uh, hangover whatever, whatever about the hangover, Old Skills, you know, one of the best comedies ever mm. made for me. I love that film. I think yeah. it's a mess of a film, but it's just hilarious and does yeah, exactly course. what it's supposed to do. He also shoots a really nice movie. It does he knows how to shoot it? Starskin Hutch, Star I think Skin is a Hush. really yeah. good looking movie. Uh, and it's a fun it's a fun movie as well. Really underrated. You know oh. obviously he knows how to hit those comedic beats. Yeah. This is obviously something completely different for him. Mm-hmm. You've got Maris Costazi, executive producing, uh De Niro's in there as well Mark Maron's in there I, I just like the
1: look of it I'll tell you like, and I, I, I said this I would absolutely 100% watch a film with Todd Phillips directing with all these characters in it as in you know Joaquin Phoenix Robert De Niro Mark Maron Maron Scorsese producing it I would watch that film 100% and I'd be excited to see it the fact that it's a Joker film. I think they have to make it a
0: Joker movie to but get that's it made, it. isn't it? Yeah, that yeah, name that's recognition. It. That's yeah.
1: it, yeah. That's kind of it. Like I, I I can and I don't get me wrong, I know how they sold this to Warner Brothers. They were like, We're gonna make this film, it's gonna be this like really deep psychological drama. It's just going to happen. It's to gonna be a about.
0: crime movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just
1: going to happen. Black to mask, be about. but
0: wish yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I don't know. Look, I'll go see it. I mean, I think it will do really well. I think it'll be really cheap. Fifty-five
0: million dollars, which is cheap for it's cheap
1: for this kind for of thing, and that tells with a lot. that cast too. Yeah, with that cast, but that also tells you that like they're going to be able to take chances with it,
0: much like they did with Deadpool. Yeah.
1: yeah, and that's good. That is that is a good thing. Any any film that's prepared to take talking chances. yourself around here, I'm saying I'm. It, generally speaking I am against it but I am excited to see what it comes out of I want to look I'll tell you right now I am ready to have my opinion changed then okay. I really am I'm going in with an open mind uh, but I will say from the from the start point I don't think it's like Blade Runner 2049 I was really excited to see Blade Runner 2049 but I don't think it needed to exist in the first place and I've said this like this is my whole kind of thing about Blade Runner 2049 so I loved it I thought it was brilliant but it did not need to exist and you know you can like something and not.
0: I think that's know. just the nature of cerebral block- blockbusters. That they yeah. need to have some brand recognition, um, and that that's they just, need. That. Be that Chris Nolan, you know, yeah. who's known for making these massive, um, super smart, uh, cerebral blockbusters. Mm. But you know, something like Inception just wouldn't get made.
1: No, God, no. Yeah, God. You, or, or attract somebody like Leonardo DiCaprio to star in it. So yeah, it. or even something like *The Prestige*, for example. Like, there's no way a guy walking in off the street, like our director starting off the first time, would get to make a film like *The Prestige*. Yeah. Just wouldn't happen. Like,
0: before we go on, so I, I want to give you my uh, take on the *Predator*. Yes, um, too. Before we go on, you, you've got some. Uh, we, if you, if you're listening to this, if you. Gen- if you generally download the podcast uh, and don't watch the show on YouTube on entertainment.ie um, and you're on iTunes you're on uh, Apple you have an Apple phone one of those one of those iPhones I think the kids call them Brian iPhones or iPads can you listen on an iPad I don't know you can yeah you I'm can kinda kinda listen old. on an iPad yeah. but um, you can you can review the show you can give us a rating of five and um, you can leave your comments I know underneath. I know so, bro- but you've got some fans you've got some fans in there like proper and you know I love how you're not comfortable with it at all as well I think it's fantastic because you're actually more comfortable with insults.
1: Yeah, in fairness. Um So you somebody somebody's like
0: Brian's my favourite. Yeah,
1: like, I don't Brian's know what to favorite. do with that. Oh, I don't know who that was. Um
0: <laughs> Look how uncomfortable Brian is. <laughs> somebody thinks you're great,
1: Brian. What are you gonna do about it? I don't know, like uh, I, uh, I, like yeah, uh, alright. Thank you. I guess. Um Follow me on Twitter. Yeah, um I'm I don't know like, I like, Hang on
0: hang on I wanted to let this Be uncomfortable For a couple more seconds <laughs> I,
1: know, I am really uncomfortable I'm really not joking I'm very uncomfortable Like it's It Yeah Like my dad said it to me The other day actually He was like Oh so Your brother was showing me This thing Somebody was saying You're the best critic in Ireland I was like "Dad, like Don't talk to me about that Are you My hands are getting sweaty Just thinking about it Did you hook him and then go No fault.
0: No did you hook him And then go
1: No oh, Okay It's not your fault
0: No Oh, I said mm. you made a lovely video about your dad there for Father's Day, but it's said that was for Cadbury's wasn't it? so
1: I got paid for that.
0: Yeah, you got paid for that, right. And my you dad. Mean, was, you meant it, though.
1: I meant it, but my dad was really like, do you get paid for that? I was like, yeah, all oh, good, yeah, good, good, good. Because right, you're good. an influencer now. Influencing.
0: Influencing. 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 Actually, wait a second. You're the one that's. See, see, do you notice what's happening here? Do you notice what's happening here? What? Brian is projecting. Brian's projecting projecting. let's delve like and subscribe
1: (laughs) on iTunes (laughs) it's a really good show and it's also also on Classic
0: Hits 4 FM as well 10 o'clock on a Sunday night boom thanks Brian appreciate that okay let's talk about Predator I just really wanted to make you uncomfortable there for a couple of minutes thank you you did Um, yeah you're welcome Um, Predator okay the Predator Um, there was a uh, work night out here on Friday
1: And I Which you bailed? No. On.
0: To be fair, I felt crap. I didn't feel. I didn't feel well at all. But you felt well
1: enough to go but, to the cinema, though, didn't you? Well, no. This is the thing. Ah, uh, yeah. This that's is what the I thing.
0: Um, I wouldn't have been cool company. You know, I'd, I'd been up super early training that morning, and I just wasn't feeling great. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, have to Brian, hear about
1: your poxy train. Well, if
0: Jeez. I give you if I give you content, you like you give context constantly for stories that you've told sure. three or four times. I do it. Okay, there's snoring.
1: Okay, go on. Whatever.
0: Anyway, yeah. Um, I wasn't feeling great on Friday, and the guys all went down. I didn't want to be a bull's kill. Sure. So I just dipped off and went uh-huh. to the odian uh, across the way there in the Point Village, and went to see the Predator. Um. Because you know, you know, kind of, I'd heard what you had to say about it, obviously read the review and was still optimistic about it because it's Shane Black and Fred Decker and whatever about the cast and the reviews, I thought, look, this just looks like fun. And my whole thing was that it really feels like they've committed to... Uh, a, uh, a choice. Yeah, a, choice, a, choice, a choice here. And you were right you were fairly dead on and you were probably a bit I think a bit more um, sympathetic and forgiving uh, than I would have been because it's all over the shop it is uh, there's no cohesion at all like the, the the quips don't land as much as they could like it's shame. Black yeah. possibly the, the greatest living screenwriter in mainstream, in, in mainstream American yeah. cinema definitely one of Yeah. I was so disappointed with it
1: yeah I mean yeah it was not as good as it could have been that's yeah. what I'm saying I, I don't think it was as good as it could yeah no I mean I'll freely admit I went into this wanting to like it and you know I mean like I mean I'm sure if Dee was here she'd say the same I'm sure you've done the same as well where you'll write your review and then you'll go back and you'll be like oh god I shouldn't have given it that I should have given it two or I should have given it more you know what I mean Um, but yeah no I I, like Emma Kerwin actually he was talking about it on Twitter as well and he said fan of the show fan of the show Emmett. Emmett He going nice on. love Dublin old school. Um, he said that it was like it's the wor- It's the best worst movie he's seen this year, and I think that's a good descriptor of it in the sense of like it's bad, but I enjoyed it, which is what I said. Yeah,
0: like it's a three. So I think I are right with a three
1: stars. Yeah, yeah isn't like just I w- expected so much more. Of course, yeah, God, yeah, I wanted this to be everything, and it wasn't, and. But it was it was bad but I was like I'm enjoying this I, I you know I'm enjoying this like I, I know it's terrible, You're not terrible? God, you,
0: you mentioned are some good lines yeah just those are that relationship between that core group and we'll move on quickly now because we already went through this last week yeah. just from my take of it that relationship between that core group just didn't quite work and like you know what I kind like I questioned Conor McGregor over why I was like why did you I said it to him I was it like, why did you uh, turn it down he was like ah like his, I think his, his wife is due baby and stuff so we have yeah. his reasons um, and I was thinking no, that, that was a mistake he should have done that mm. he shouldn't have watching it back Alfie Allen has nothing to do with it exactly nothing so fair enough
1: yeah and that's what I'm saying like I watched it I said this it was like I totally get why Conor McGregor turned it down like it makes sense like he had nothing the the character had nothing to do like and you can see it Alfie Allen he's just kind of like cashing the cheque doing his lines and he's just sort of like nodding along he has nothing to do in it. like you know, it may have been that there was a more extended role for him
0: It see it does feel like it's gone through If you and I know I had to remove a scene for a controversy yeah and uh, I, I did remove that scene but outside of that it just it's choppy yeah it doesn't flow at all and um, who knows what went on um, yeah with the studio and, and trying to get that cut made I was looking for the really rope, ropey special effects that you mentioned I thought the actual predators look cool it's obviously yeah they use a, a perspective sh- shifting before. Yeah. The, for the big predator uh, the dogs were a bit the predator the dogs, dogs were terrible. a bit worried or were a bit weird and there's a scene where uh, an actual dog who just inexplicably pops up is running towards them at one point then you just never see the dog again unless I went to the toilet and missed that dog getting killed or something yeah. It's anyway. Anyway, look, I'm disappointed with it because I'm a huge fan of Shane Black. Yeah. Um. And I just, I think he, I want to see him go back to doing, you know, I want to see him do like a last Boy Scout. You know, let's let's do, like you know, let's. I wanted him to see him do the sequel to The Nice Guys. Joe Hellenbeck See, The Nice Guys probably isn't going to happen because the first one didn't do that well.
1: I know. That's what I'm saying. And he yeah. had such a good idea for the sequel. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is brilliant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kiss Kiss Spinebag kiss, kiss, is a really brilliant film uh, Robert Downey Jr. is deadly in it even yeah. gets a likeable sardonic performance out of Volcoma one of the last I think really fun ones okay look we'll leave it there we talked about it loads last yeah. week so anyway shame. it is a shame and you know hopefully, but it's good it's, it's yeah, good it's, it's, a, a, yeah. Yeah. it's not a disaster no it's not a disaster but just I think it, expectations were so high We're so high given who was involved with it creatively mm. okay the revisit this week uh, You, I can't believe you yeah, weren't a you fan were of this surprises. Yeah. everybody be cool you be cool um, so from Dust Till Dawn is one I re-watched over the weekend and forgot how mental it was and I was watching so I was watching uh, my girlfriend who had never seen it that knew nothing about it at all so I was waiting for that switch in, and to be like, what the absolute, mm. uh, you know, like, and that, exa- that exactly happens. It's so off the rails. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, again, it's also on Netflix. It's um kind of starts off as a as a crime movie. It's kind yeah. of a hoist movie. Um, George Clooney was his first leading role. Uh, out, of ER. out of Eeyore. of where He was becoming just it was beginnings of a movie star there. It was 95 the shot I came yeah. out in 96. It was Dimension Films, uh, um, who were producing stuff like The Faculty Scream, um, these genre movies for relatively low budgets, yeah. and running with them. I'd worked with Rod- Rodriguez, I think, had done El Mariachi at that point. Desperado had just come out,
1: Desperado had just when come out. Quentin Tarantino up,
0: yeah. was on the cusp of you
1: know superstardom, yeah, he was just off of Pulp Fiction, actually. I think just I don't even had he, even, even,
0: I probably would have, yeah, but he. Quentin Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino wrote it, Robert Rodriguez directed it. Quentin Tarantino adapted the script from an idea by Robert Kurtzman, who is um special effects guy and Tom know another special effects guy. Tom Savini, in, Tom Savini inexplicably pops up. He's very good now, actually. Um it's mental. Starts off as a crime movie, turns into a horror movie. Yeah. Um okay. It's mental, you know, on <laughs> on its on its most basic level it's not a great film yeah right it's indulgent to say the least yeah Quentin Tarantino cannot act he looks creepy he's playing a creepy guy yeah Um, and in that sense it works Clooney is pure movie star personified he makes this guy who's a horrible person yeah so awful. charismatic awful there's a really funny scene in it where Harvey Coitel as well and Juliet Lewis yeah um, uh, there's a really funny scene in it where they, they kind of kidnapped him to get across the Mexican border Tarantino and Clooney kidnapped uh, Harvey Coitel and his two kids uh, one of them was played by Juliet Lewis and his son his adopted son there's a really funny scene where George Clooney just grabs him when he makes it across the border he starts shaking him because we made it you little piece of shit <laughs> he just starts shaking him <laughs> I just pissed myself laughing it's a brilliant little moment yeah yeah, yeah. And Clooney has so many of those brilliant little moments in it. He does. He does. Like I mean, like It's funny looking back though, isn't it? Like 23 years. Yeah,
1: 23 years and the seen, distance. seeing have
0: seen the nucleus of
1: Oh, completely. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, w- when I think of like the movie that like was the launch pad for George Clooney's sex symbol and international movie star, I think of Out of Sight. Yeah. And I, when
0: everything d- came together.
1: Yeah, that's when it all came together. That's when like you had, you know, him on the tip of, you know, stardom. You had Jennifer Lopez, you had Steven Soderbergh, you had this brilliant Script. Scott, Frank script Scott Frank's script Scott Frank's script from an Elmore Leonard book I mean just I like out of sight it's side, electric yeah. it's uh, out of, uh, of sight it's on my top five of all time yeah it's not far off from me either. um I hate from the (laughs) start. I can't stand this film. I was really
0: surprised. Yeah, you were really
1: surprised. You thought I thought you would have been all over this. Absolutely not. I hate this film. I hate it. Um, I think, as you said, I think it's super indulgent. I think people forgive it so much because it's Robert Rodriguez and it's Quentin Tarantino and it's Harvey Keitel and it's George Clooney. I think people just overlook all the problems with it, and I'm talking really serious problems with this film like it doesn't make any sense the tone just it's that, that's the hook though But change yeah, changes but, tone that ha, literally halfway through the film vampires strippers start people it's just uh, yeah but like oh, I don't know Like it, 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 I get what they were going for I mean I understand that they were trying to make a Grindhouse film before Grindhouse was having its sort of comeback um, that they were kind of drawn on you know like the 70s films that Tom Savini would have actually starred in um, I understand the experiment. I understand the intent. I just don't think it kind of came together on the screen. I don't think it had. *Cheese Marines* like three parts in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that kind of thing. Like, and even like the, the titty sh- twister part. Yeah, like, like what the hell? Yeah, and like the the, the whole One bit, place is just as good as the next. And like, I mean, the bit with Salma <laughs> Hayek with the snake thing, and then she pours the dr- like. I mean that scene that dance is kind of iconic that scene's kind of iconic oh no it is iconic but I'm saying it's absolutely disgusting because like the bit where she shoves her foot into Quentin Tarantino's mouth and then, Quentin
0: Tarantino totally put that in the script, that's you know, what I'm saying that's the tall. problem ah, it's just Quentin. it's like oh, Quentin.
1: Yeah. oh it's so hanky it's just oh you're sick Um, <laughs>
0: we talked about feet way too much this week yeah we? what's that about
1: but um, yeah no I just it's just it that film really annoys me because I think it's one of those films that it's like you know You can appreciate somebody's work. You can appreciate somebody's style. You can appreciate everything that Quentin Tarantino has done. You can appreciate everything that Robert Rodriguez has done. They can still do bad stuff. Yeah, one hundred percent. They can still yeah. do bad stuff, and this is a Robert Rodriguez has made bad movies since.
0: Like, oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, like he, made, he wrote a book uh, called "Rebel Without a Crew" years ago, which if you're interested in filmmaking, Martin, uh, Martin oh, it's an, it's an incredible read. And just yeah. um, I he he would say that if anybody, if you've got that creative spirit and technical know how, you know to put stuff together, you know to shoot stuff, you know to edit stuff, nothing can stop you. No, and it was really it's a really inspiring book. Even what he did with El Mariachi, and I think he's turning fifty soon, Robert uh, Robert Rodriguez, and it's just, look it's just incredible and the career he's had I think is, has just been incredible I think it's a fun movie I get you though it is hammy as hell yeah like straight off, like they made like four, four, four sequels three or four sequels yeah and it's from Dustledon TV series
1: which is pretty poor I as haven't well. seen it but it's there's poor. an ad
0: for it right after the movie so yeah. it just leads
1: into the side no I you see because like I, yeah I think like <laughs> Everything that he was trying to do in From Dust Till Dawn, he did already in Desperado. I love Desperado. Desperado yeah. is a
0: fantastic.
1: Oh it's, he's so good in it. Like it, Sam was brilliant in it, and um, that guy's name. Oh, what's his name? The, the the guy who played his brother in it. I've forgotten his name now, but he's a really good actor. He's like a Spanish actor. What is the number? Don't it in my car? Um, you can
0: remember. Lines verbatim I've never come across Anybody in my life Who's so good At remembering lines And actual monologues From films And you do them To the like to, Like no perfect No perfect Yeah you cannot remember <laughs> The name of an actor <laughs> You
1: can't remember What's out this week Yeah I know I don't know It's weird But um, yeah I think uh, No but uh, To get back to the point I mean but from Dust Till done, I think was It was overindulgent Whereas Desperado Was just the right amount yeah, Of indulgent is that a word? Yeah, Rodriguez
0: wrote Desperado himself. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and I just think that, like, everything he was trying to do the aesthetic, the pacing, the action, the editing, the black humour I think it all worked in Desperado and it all didn't work in From Dust Till Dawn. But fair you enough. liked it so far. I enough. mean,
0: I, it was one of those uh, it's obviously. A sp- and it it its was banned in Ireland, well. actually. It was. Yeah. It was so ridiculous when they do that. It yeah. really is. I think Desperate it was like one of the,
1: of the last films to be banned in Ireland. Actually.
0: Oh, God. So, like, all it does is just add like gravitas to people wanting to see it, you know, or getting it illegally, which is what they're going to do anyway. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, that is so ridiculous. Um, I thought it was fun. It's messy as hell. That opening sequence alone, before it cooks into before it yeah. cooks into bad night, that song. I uh, oh, no, the song, The, the, sound the soundtrack's deadly. Yeah. Um, it just uh, the guy who plays the sheriff. He just has this really deadly monologue with John Hawks John Hawks is just
1: like, really annoying. <laughs> Michael Parks Michael, really, Parks. Michael Parks. Sorry, yeah. he's
0: b- b- popped up in like Kevin Smith stuff and, and he Tarantino was, Yeah, since. And he
1: was in Kill Bill. He he was, really gravelly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Just brilliant. Just a brilliant. Way, as well. Just a brilliant way about him, and that the whole sequence works. So, but yeah, I get how people are like, what the absolute Jesus. It's fun though. If you haven't seen it, we've ruined a few anyway. But it was really funny watching uh, Joe's somebody, reaction. Somebody, yeah, watching so it genuinely, watching somebody been like, I was like, do you have any idea what's going to happen here? No. And then all of a sudden, people are getting their heads ripped off yeah. and been eating and turns into a horror movie. So it's uh, it's super fun. Um, okay, that is it for this week, folks. <laughs> thanks a for joining us. Dee and Dave will be back next week. As uh, huge thanks to Charlotte Reed in production on audio and on video this week. And a reminder: if you want to win the tickets uh, to uh, Night School on Wednesday, September twenty sixth at the Odeon Point Square um, the film is out on September 28 just head along to entertainment.ie for slash competitions or head along to entertainment.e's Instagram to enter thanks a mil and we'll see you next week
1: I got six little friends and they can all run faster than you can